Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 136 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Great to have you here today. Thanks so much for joining me, whether you're a new listener or a returning listener, it is great to have you here. Now today we are talking about something I think we are all striving towards in business and that is achieving business success. But today I want to talk to you about achieving business success through your team. Because I don't know about you, but for so many business owners, for so many leaders and managers in business, it can often feel like we are the ones that are responsible for the success of the business. And of course, ultimately we are. But what would happen? What would it look like, I guess, if our team were driving the success of our business forward, led by us, of course, but we weren't doing all of the heavy lifting. What would that mean for you to have a business that is successful by all the measures? And we're going to talk about what those measures are in just a moment and know that you could take a holiday and know that not only is your business fine, but thriving, flourishing without you necessarily needing to be there all the time. What would it mean to know that you had a team of people that were so invested in doing great work and making sure things were ticking along and and customers were being looked after and things were successful without you having to watch over them? I know that's a reality that not all of us have in business right now in the teams that we lead and manage. And whilst we might see a little glimpse of it from time to time, ultimately we feel like we are constantly tied to our business that our business is our life, and that we have no opportunity to have a break. We don't have a trust that our team is going to do all the things we need to get done, or we simply haven't got the team built around us to enable that. Here's the thing, and this is something I know to be true and truly believe from all of my experience. The only way to have a successful business is with the right people. Having the right team around you is the only way you can have business success without costing you your nights, your weekends, and your sanity. Having the right team is the only way to have a successful business that actually serves your life rather than your life serving your business. So let's have a look at how that might play out and how we could create, you know, some of the ways we can create that team because it is something that I really want for all of you. It's something I want for all small business owners that we are not tied to our business. And I want that because my, my experience is that I didn't have that for the longest time. And there were a lot of trade-offs that happened along the way. But I want to start by talking about how we actually measure success. Recently, I was judging some business awards, which was a really, it was an honor to do, and it was a really fun task. And one of the questions in in one of the categories was around how 
do you measure success? And I think it's a really important question to ask yourself because some of us assume that success is only measured in the, I guess, the key, the key ways we expect revenue, profit, sales, those kind of things. But what I know to be true from my experience is that success for me personally means so much more than that. And what I gleaned from doing these uh, judging of these business awards was that success means very different things to different people. And I was really fascinated by that. I actually really excited me. I was really interested to read their responses. For some people, success was about client satisfaction, doing great work and having the, the customer or the client be really overjoyed with the work that they'd done, the feedback that they received, knowing that they had solved the problem for the customer or created an amazing space for the customer. There were all different things around seeing customers happy with the service they provided as a measurement of success, which is really interesting. There was also some responses around uh, internal job satisfaction, feeling like um, they had achieved something in, in their work, whether it be the creation of something, whether it be overcoming obstacles, that internal sense of satisfaction. And I think for all of us, it's so important we have that. Otherwise, why would we be in business? There's nothing driving us forward. So I thought that was really interestingly articulated. And there were others who, like me, measured success about the entirety of their life rather than just their business? Is their business providing the revenue to allow them to spend time with their young family, for example, or to travel or to um, have what they considered a balance in their work and their life? Now, I and I've, I'm sure I would have shared this on the podcast before, I'm not a fan of the work-life balance movement or term. I think it's utter BS. Um, but if balance is important to you, then you should be measuring your success on that balance. If it is room, space, time that is important to you, you know, for me, I've come to the realization that the one thing I cannot make more of is time. So how I spend my time, both in my business and outside of my business, really matters to me these days. And I therefore say no to a lot more things because they don't tick that box in terms of how I want to be spending my time. Now, obviously, for a business to be successful and sustainable, it does have to tick those revenue, profit, sales kind of metrics. Clearly, you know, um, that does have to happen. But success can be about so much more than that. And I think in order to get an idea about how our team can help drive our business success, we firstly need to get really clear on what success means to us because we're going to create very different teams based on that definition of success. For some of the respondents, success was about growth. They were new businesses. Growth mattered and they had very clear targets about that. Now, you are going to want a very different team in your business if you are on a growth trajectory than if you are on a um, path to creating an environment where revenue equaled time freedom or location freedom. You want different people around you for that for that journey. So I think before we can really expect our team to be driving our business success, we want to be really clear about what success means to us. So after you listen to this episode, take a moment, really think about it. Just 
sort of resonate on what does success mean for me? And I think, you know, for me personally, for a long time, I had a definition of success, which was the definition I thought I should have. And I'm sure you can relate to that. We grow up in a certain way. We study certain things. um, We follow the bouncing ball process of what we think we're meant to do through life. And so we measure success by the ways that we think we should. But it's not just about that. So really spend some time. I encourage you thinking about what success means for you, because it's going to make all the difference in achieving team success through or business success through team success. When we are hustling hard, pushing that growth trajectory, the flip side of what can happen there is that success comes at a cost. You can absolutely have a mega successful business with that focus on revenue, profit, growth, improvement, In fact, you'll have a very successful business if those are the things that you're focused on. But at what cost? When I started my consultancy practice way back in 2006, we were successful. We were really successful. I had a very clear vision for that business and I went ahead and implemented it. No holes barred. I was full on in the business, like literally And we were successful. Our revenue was exceptional. We were growing by 30% year on year, which for a consultancy practice is is pretty, it's very good figures. And we could have stayed on that trajectory. And I have no doubt it would have been a million dollar business. We were almost there. But at what cost? I didn't realize, thankfully my team realized and had to sort of tap me on the shoulder one day that I, I, I hit total burnout. I mean, I was pushing so hard in that business for the success that I thought we should have that both of my children, when they were born, went from hospital to my office, not hospital to home, hospital to my office, because that stuff I had to get done. Now, if you're a parent, you might be shaking your head at me about that. It's all fine. It was all good. And I didn't think twice about it. And they're both perfectly, you know, well-rounded, you know, young adolescents now. But I was pushing so hard and ultimately I did hit a, a stage of burnout and I, I I didn't see it coming. I didn't feel it. Um, I was still pushing, but my team noticed. And thankfully I had a really, really solid team and a couple who I knew particularly well and, and someone said, you're actually not coping very well right now. And I, what, you know, on self-reflection, I was becoming distant. I was becoming snappy. I was maybe dropping the ball on some things. I certainly wasn't being a fantastic leader in that moment because I had hit burnout. I was not looking after myself and my success was just feeding more success in the business. It certainly wasn't feeding a healthy um, home life. It certainly wasn't feeding a healthy social life. And I wasn't looking after myself. And, And I made a change in that moment, actually. I made a change on a realization that self-care isn't selfish because up until that point, I absolutely thought that it was. I thought that doing anything for myself was 100% selfish. I should be there for the business. I should be there for my staff. I should be there for my kids. I should be there for my clients. But I had no commitment to caring for myself. Not that I was unhealthy in any way. I just wasn't doing that. And for me, I took up running. I decided I'd never been a runner before. I don't know why I chose running. It was convenient. I didn't have to go to a class, tick lots of boxes. 
And it became very important for my mental sanity, my mental health, as well as my physical health, obviously. But um, I needed that circuit breaker to reset and to look after myself. So if you are pushing that growth trajectory on your success, I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying look closely at what costs. Because when you don't have all of those right team around you and you're pushing that trajectory, you will hit burnout or worse. So I really encourage you to think about that. So what's the end goal here? Like I shared at the beginning of the episode, having the right team, and I don't mean just any any team, I mean the right team, is the only way to achieve business success that does not cost you your nights and weekends and sanity. And so how do we go about creating that team? That's what we all want to know, right? The good news is it's not as complicated as it sounds. Now, I know if you've been managing people for any period of time, you might be rolling your eyes at me right now, but it really isn't complicated. We just need to know where to focus because it can feel like our focus is very split uh, when we're in you know, leadership roles or when we own a business. There is like we're juggling all the things. I, I often the, the image I often bring to mind when I think about this is um, those plate spinners at the circus where they've got all the plates spinning and then ultimately one plate falls down because it doesn't have your attention. That's the image that always comes to my mind in this moment. And so we never focus on the right things. I, business owners often tell me they just feel like they're constantly putting out spot fires. I don't know whether you feel that way in your business, but it's just which fire's raging hardest and highest and, and hottest, and we're going to deal with that right now, and then we'll go to the next one and the next one and the next one. And guess what? That's not a strategy for success by any means. But there really are three key pillars to creating a team that's going to drive your business success by achieving team business success through team success. We have to plan. Now, I know planning is boring. I know that planning takes time sometimes, not the strategies I share, but it can. But when we fail to plan, we're planning to fail. There's no two ways about it. I wasn't a great planner. I'm still probably not the best planner, to be fair. But I built my team out of gut feel and what I thought might work and where I sort of saw a gap lying at first. It's not the best plan. You end up with gaps in the right places. When you're not planning towards building a team to deliver the vision of success that you have, then you're going to hire the wrong people. If you're not planning for growth in terms of which position next, then you'll end up hiring for the wrong role. And if you're not planning for succession, who's going to do this role next? Who needs to be cross-trained? Then you'll end up with gaps in your team every time. If you're not planning towards what success looks like, you're going to achieve a different version of success than the one you're aiming for. There's got to be planning in the mix. And for me, planning underpins all of it. You're not planning in isolation. You're planning whilst you're doing other things. The second key pillar is the people. It's the right people in the right roles at the right time. And you need all three to come together. You can hire the best person for the job, but if it's the wrong time for your business, if you don't have the workload for them, if you don't have the time to onboard them properly, if um, you don't have anyone to train them or you're not going to spend the time training them, then it's going to be the wrong time. It's not going to work. If you hire a great person, but it's not the actual role your business really needs, there's going to be a mismatch. It's never going to be a long-term solution. 
So you need that magic trio of the right person, right role, right time. And when you employ the right person for the role and the right time, you've got the building blocks for a successful team. But if everything you do beyond that is broken or non-existent, then it's all going to be damaged. So you've got to leverage people once you've got them. Once you've got the right person in your business in the right role at the right time, what are you going to do with them next? How are you going to get the most out of them? Yes, this is engagement. This is performance reviews. This is training and development. This is succession planning. Leveraging is a big, big area. It's one of my favorite areas to talk to business owners about. But once you've got them, what are you going to do with them? And if you've got that strategy in place, then you're on a roll and everything's going to come together. So it comes down to planning well, the right people and the right roles at the right time. And once you've got them there, knowing how to leverage and get the most out of them. If you do all those three things well, you will build a team that is going to drive your business success. Now, don't get me wrong. Once you've got them, you have a responsibility here. You've got to step up and be the leader. You have got to set that vision. You've got to articulate what the success is that we're achieving, we're, we're striving for. And you've got to put in place the strategies to support your team getting there. And if you, if you do that, that's when your team will drive your business success. They'll follow you in that journey. And that's where the magic happens. That's where you can take a holiday, take a day off, go to the kids' sporting event and things aren't going to fall apart or you don't have 75,000 phone calls or text messages to deal with the drama. It is possible for every business, every small business to have this kind of team. It's what I'm most passionate about working with business owners to do because I want to see this reality for all of you. I want to see a world filled with successful small to medium-sized businesses that people love working for and that are powered by great teams and great people and where the owners of those businesses get all of the rewards and successes that they want, whatever that looks like for them, because it's different for everyone. I hope you've enjoyed that discussion today. As you can tell, it is something I'm very passionate about. I want you all to achieve business success through team success and these ingredients are going to make that happen. Get clear about how you're measuring success. What does it mean to you? Understand at what cost that success might come and build out those key pillars. Plan your team. Employ the right people in the right roles at the right time. And once you've got them there, figure out what you're going to do with them to get the very best out of them. That's the elements you need. If you have a question about our discussion today, or you would like to start or join in a conversation about building the right team for your business or being a great leader to the team that you've got, I'd love you to join me over in our free Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. You can find us at Facebook groups, HR Support Australia, or simply click the link in today's show notes, which is available wherever you're listening to this episode. Thanks so much for joining me here this week. I look forward to chatting to you again next week on the People Powered Business Podcast. Mm-hmm.